And welcome to episode 45 of Rouge One, the Randy Newman episode. I'm, you've got a friend in me, Kevin Yost. Well, gosh, fellas, I was so gay, but I couldn't tell anyone. <laughs> it's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm uh, Goofy for Goofy Puffs, Matt Gould. <laughs> This is off the rails, Ben Rogers. <laughs> well, Ben, why don't you go ahead and get us back on the rails uh, by telling us about your week. Oh, snap. All right. Well, we'll start with the media side of things. And I watched a full season of one of Fox's quote-unquote animation domination shows. Which mm-hmm. uh, is uh, a more blue style of comedy for Fox. How can or, anything be more and, blue uh, than Family Guy? That's <laughs> fair. I would just say it's more more of that Adult Swim style. At least yeah, I was gonna say I, I feel like the term is more surreal. Yeah, surreal. Than That's it a is better more way. Blue. That's a way better way to just say it. Yeah, but I watched Major Laser. Tell and, us uh, more. Major Laser, it takes place in Jamaica in the dystopian future where uh, President Whitewall is oppressing the people. And uh, it's up to Major Laser and his assistant Penny and Black Market to stop them, who's a little Asian boy who speaks like he's a hooligan. He says bruv a lot. <laughs> And he's voiced by John Boyega. <laughs> That's interesting. It is. Star Wars like, success is going to his head. <laughs> <laughs> I can do anything. So but, is it good? I mean, you watched the whole season, so yeah, it must have been I, ta- I mean, I, like I, I liked it. There's a lot of there's a lot of hilarious jokes. It's like a um, Saturday morning cartoon esque style, but it's uh, it's got that Adult Swim style of humor. And all the music in it is really good, which I assume all the music is done by the artist known as Major Laser. Artists. It's a group of artists. three DJs. Artists. Ah, okay. Okay. But it's dope, and I suggest you guys check it out. Uh, every episode's just like 11 minutes, so getting through a season's in like a few hours, not even. <laughs> like it's, a good, it's good. There's a lot of hilarious jokes in there. I enjoyed it. Oh uh, God, it's been running I, since 2014. Yeah, I have a story about Major Laser. I saw them when they were first coming out at uh, this weird like church um, called Bar of Modern Art or BOMA in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Church, and I, The church club. The church club before it got shut down. And so this was probably in 2011. And I saw Major Laser, and they were great. But then at the end, they told us all to make out. And then, like, everyone started just making out with other people. And then me and my girlfriend at the time backed out slowly, like that Homer Simpson <laughs> gif, like, going back into the... <laughs> they phased through some coats and were outside. Uh, yeah, I was just like, we don't want to be here. Like, a lot of these people are extremely <laughs> drunk. And I know that one girl just vomited. <laughs> I'm not going to kiss her. <laughs> Herpes everywhere. Oh yeah, it was a it was a very strange show. It was awesome until that point, and then I guess it just <laughs> kept going from there in this church. 
So that's my story about Major Laser. Great live, just leave before the end. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> but I watched I watched all that and uh, uh, League of Legends uh, has just had their tenth year anniversary. Wow! So the toxic tenth. Yeah, so basically. So they've been given a bunch of rewards for playing the game, so I've been playing it again. And uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but they announced, like, they're they're trying to take over the market. They announced a card game, a first-person shooter, a a, a, a fighting game. A who? This is all gonna fail. I'm gonna tell yeah, you that right like now. my like I I don't understand why they're just. I like, think the reason why just trying to take um, everything, I guess. League of Legends is popular is because people who well, let's say aren't very good at first person shooter games can play a character who's a quote unquote shooting character and not mm-hmm. necessarily have to you just have, have to right click them. <laughs> yeah, so it's like. Same thing with uh, people who might not be good at fighting games, and then they can play League of Legends, and you know. Have, What's your you point know? here? Like that they're going to make shitty games for people who can't play. Like, is that your? Yeah. You're just like all these games are going to be. They're going to be super games casual for style yeah. <laughs> games. They might be like I. I don't even. know I what don't to believe it. that. I don't know what I don't know what to expect, and it seems weird that like you know that's been their one game, and they've had a shit ton of money. It, it and is now bizarre. They're, now they're just dumping it into everything at once. And I'm like, what's going on? I so. think it kind of makes sense. So in a previous life, I used to work in commercial real estate. And Riot Games is like the fourth largest office space owner yeah. in L.A. So it's like, what the fuck are these dudes doing? Like, they have more right. space than, <laughs> yeah. like, the movie studios. Like, <laughs> if your offices are larger than movie studios, like, you have to be doing something more than just League of Legends and then, like, Calling people the F word, which is what I assume is all that happens. <laughs> I did have a big, I did have a big protest and a walkout. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if Riot Games is good. You know, like it just seems like they hit on League of Legends like a perfect time, and it blew up. Oh yeah, they're and, also but, making a TV show too. Like, oh, god damn it! Yeah, what I is that going to be? What is the plot of League of Legends, Ben? Is there like a plot? The, uh, more along the lines is it's a bunch of uh, champions who have brought to a place to fight, and they all have like their little stories, like and Planet nation, Hulk and nations where Mortal they hail Kombat? from. Yeah, what like is Mortal this? Mortal Kombat. Kombat or not Planet Hulk? Not like Planet Hulk. Okay. They're all they're all from the same planet, just different nations, and they've been they fight in this arena. What's the arena called? Mortal Terra. The Rift. But I don't know. It's yeah, just I'm seems... kind of, I'm kind of shocked that the trading card game is going to be called Legends of Rune Terra, and does not have the word League, like doesn't That's have League of Legends anywhere it's in there. Bad, bad branding. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the worst person to say because I just fucking hate these games so much. I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, this yeah. is the ultimate old man take, but I don't think MOBAs are very good games. <laughs> so here we are. And that's fine, original... but it's more along the lines of like, what, like, are they putting too many eggs in t- too many? I, I many mean, baskets? like, I enjoyed like, the original um, Dota Warcraft three, <laughs> Warcraft three mods, or not mods, but custom games. Yeah, well, I don't care. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I mean they're dated at this I'm point. Just, I'm just interested to see if these are any good or if they're all just bland, mediocre, awful. <laughs> is League a good game, or is it huge because it's free? Column A and column B? I mean, I have I fun. Know. I have fun when I play. It. I have fun when I play with multiple people, and you have those intense team fights and stuff like that. Well, let's be like, real. We all have fun with terrible games. Like that doesn't mean <laughs> anything. Yeah, you all had fun playing Armia too. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> that was not a good game. <laughs> that was like that was like a B level of enjoyment. No, like B movie, mm, like D. B movie D. experience, but a video game. That's how yeah. I felt about it. I had a great time. The fact that we remember it, there's plenty of games I've played that I have no recollection <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, there's plenty of good games i played that I don't remember as well as Army of Two. <laughs> Every now and then I'll scroll through my, like, PlayStation trophies and it's like, I played Mercenaries? Like, when did that happen? <laughs> Mercenaries was low-key kind of fun. Lots of building Dude, and the song for that second game. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a fucking Oh, banger. no. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember that. But yeah, I mean, that's really all I've been up to, you know, playing some more Teppin, grinding those, grinding that ranked. Tep, tep, tepin. Tep, Yeah, tep. And, Nier, and Nero comes out at the tep end of this tep month. Tepin, I am excited for that. He's a new hero. Yeah, I don't know why all he's not purple. All this stuff is crazy. But. I need, like, just a giant goddamn calendar on my wall of all the shit that's coming out in the next month. What is coming? Cross out it all month? out and just wait well, and get Death Stranding. This Friday <laughs> is uh, Outer Worlds. Oh, uh, snap! You you just linked that like November fifth is Darksiders. Yeah, uh, that looks fun. I'm excited yeah, for that. I, wait, that's I, the I shooting do, one, the paired one. That's the, the like twin top sticks. Down, yeah, twin top down twin stick shooter. Yeah. Isn't that co-op-y, Right. Mm. I'm gonna get it with yeah, Kevin that, for sure. That's like November fifth. Wow. Um, Way to exclude yeah. me, Ben. Thank you. <laughs> I just literally I, sang a song about how you are my friend. I changed the word friend to Ben. <laughs> and you just fucking kick me in the balls like that. But Damn. again, that's your sickness more than <laughs> an endorsement of your friendship together. <laughs> no, it absolutely is. All my friends are Ben's because Ben's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Death Stranding is on the 8th. Uh, Last of Us Two is really soon. February, like yeah, it's not yeah. soon, my dude. Oh, is it? I didn't yeah. realize it was that far out. But yeah, I don't know. Shit's just sneaking up on me, man. All over the place, like a goose. Only you could find that calendar, a release calendar, if you would. <laughs> if only yeah, you still subscribe to Game Pro. Turn out on my wall. <laughs> is Game Pro even still around? No, you know it. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's really all I've been up to this week. Damn. Cool. Yeah, what about you, Kevin? What'd you do? You, I uh, actually watched a whole bunch of stuff, but first I'm going to talk about uh, the couple Talking games I played. About... Ooh, games. Uh, Let's talk about games in the gaming podcast for once. <laughs> Give you them games. So, yeah, I talked about a lot of games yesterday, last week. <laughs> uh, so one of these games I actually played last week and just completely forgot about, um, which was when I made Kara play through PT. Oh. After I managed to re-download it. Uh, Did someone make like a 
perfect one-to-one mod? I thought that's what you'd be playing. No, I found instructions to just re-download the game. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> an, old, an old scroll I found hidden under a rock. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it, like, involves faking your IP and pretending oh, to be shit. from another country. <laughs> oh, so it's on a different store? No, you just have to tell the servers that you're, like, from a different country. See, this is how but it does not check just the you- ID. No, apparently not. Because I didn't huh. have to create a new account or anything. I just had to download something for my router to like, like spoof my IP address, and then <laughs> it was like it relatively technical and complicated. The government's but it fucking gonna worked. take care away. <laughs> um, we have on record she played this game illegally. <laughs> but yeah, because that be came like, out. But my pipe, she gets dragged <laughs> away. <laughs> That came out uh, before Kara and I got together, so she never got a uh, chance to play it. And so she obviously does not keep up with like gaming news and had no information <laughs> about what the hell this was outside of what little I had told her. Does um, she have any interest? Like, I had no idea she would care. I feel like this is more of like a... a you trying Stockholm to fuck with her. syndrome, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was absolutely more that... <laughs> Really I want to see the boundaries of that really marriage. scared uh-huh. than it was necessarily that it would be Kara, a game she would enjoy. Yeah, if you want to bow out now, <laughs> now's your chance. Uh, yeah. Damn. Um, but I mean, she does generally kind of like horror movies and stuff, so. Okay. You didn't like, like clockwork <laughs> orange helmet her with like her eyes yeah. open and I'm. <laughs> um. Uh, but so, yeah, it turns out that game is, in fact, still incredibly scary. For the <laughs> pod, Kara. You would be pod. scared. <laughs> it is a scary game. Or yeah. You're going to sit here and pretend like you were just bored throughout PT? <laughs> <laughs> is that a lot? Wait, did you play PT, Matt? No, but I watched okay, the video. The well, then don't fucking <laughs> no. talk shit. Yeah, like, I, played, I played the original Silent Hill. Don't talk to me about scary this is way scarier than the original Silent Hill. Or Silent Hill is a fucking set of cardboard boxes. Like, yeah, guess what talk? we're fucking doing now the night before my wedding, Matt. Cool. Let's do it. Um, the night before your wedding. Yeah. She... <laughs> Kevin's invoking prima nocta. <laughs> For 30 minutes uh, of your life. That's how long he takes. Like, is that how long the demo is? Yeah, it's about 30 minutes. Well, it's it's about two hours if you, like, don't know any of the puzzles or anything. Oh, okay. Once you know it, yeah, you can blow through it in, like, 30 minutes. But, like, you know, some of it's pretty esoteric. Um, And so, like, I... Like, I gave her a chance to try and figure everything out, but, like, relatively quickly started... Like dropping hints and so, what's her level of like gaming comfortableness? Can she, she died use on to the first things? stage Kevin made in Mario Maker? I think she's <laughs> yeah. She died a hundred times in the Too first down, jump. I mean, I made yeah. Like we know. Well, can her... she like rotate the camera Shucking with like, around Toontown, throwing pies at people? <laughs> I'm a yeah, gamer. I mean, she... She did relatively uh, okay no that kind of stuff. And, <laughs> and, like, the controls for PT are not 
complicated and yeah. it doesn't really require any <laughs> twitch reflexes or yeah, anything i just, I just think first persons can be really weird for people like they don't like smoothly move the analog stick you know yeah, yeah. it can be uh motion uh confusing yeah. Uh, yeah i mean she did really good at all that kind of stuff um until you gave her all the hints <laughs> is it VR? well i mean no oh my god <laughs> that'd be awful i yeah <laughs> i have so tried some horror is. vr games and fucking i could not do That's pt gonna be in the vr future, man it's gonna be the no it's not they still haven't gotten the motion sickness thing down i don't think they're ever going to like your human mind's just too complex to like really be tricked that way and so you just are always felt with a sense of unease Nausea. i just don't yeah. think it's ever going to be that way um but so yeah that was a lot of fun we ended up fucking still to this day there is not like a solid works 100 percent of the time solution to the final puzzle and it's the most baffling thing and so we tried three or four times and then i was just like fuck it like you don't even care but i'm just gonna show you the like ending cinematic (laughs) and the like reveal of it being a teaser um Because, like, you have to, like, stand still and wait for the clock to chime, then walk ten steps, then wait for the controller to vibrate, then whisper words into your fucking microphone. Yep. And then hope that it recognizes the correct words. Um, And so, yeah. Sounds like, (laughs) hey, you Pikachu. Yeah. (laughs) The final puzzle is fucking weird, and we couldn't get it to trigger, so... Um, but yeah, so PT is still though, goddamn amazing. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it is the biggest shame of the breakup between Konami and Kojima. Thanks, Konami. Yeah. <laughs> but those uh, the other games I put a lot of time into, which probably will not surprise you, is Apex Legends. I keep forgetting to play that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Last Tuesday, they started their Halloween event, uh, where they have uh, a whole bunch of, you know, gun skins and character skins and everything in a new uh, Halloween mode. And so I've been playing a good amount of that. It's a, unsurprisingly, a zombie mode. Mm. Uh, You have 35, I think, people uh, dropping all together. Each is like teams of one. And then you play the game relatively like normal. You're going around, grab weapons, like find each other, kill each other. But then when you die, you come back as a zombie. And so you can't pick up any gear. You can't use any guns, uh, but you move incredibly fast. You climb a lot higher and like basically one shot people with melee. Um, Sounds like that. uh, Sounds like that Half-Life 2 mod. Yeah. Yeah. and so, um, you can also, you also get like heat vision. So they glow bright red, like human players glow bright red against the background to help you They're track like them Bloodhound down. Bloodhound or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah. It's almost exactly Bloodhound's ultimate just yeah. all the time. Oh Whoa. Uh, and so then, you know, that just keeps kind of going on. People keep killing each other. Zombies kill the living players. And then once there are 10 living players left alive, they all just get put on one team and can no longer kill each other. 
and an evac ship lands like a minute and a half later and you try and get into the evac ship and lift off that's cool yeah and so you know at that point the zombies goal is to kill all of them the living people's goal is to get to the evac ship Hmm. um that's a cool evolution of gameplay yeah and so they have some skins and stuff that are just playing that mode for free like kill you know 50 people who are alive kill 50 shadows which is what the zombies are called win so many games and blah 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 um and so some of the skins they're giving away are pretty solid like there's a scarecrow skin for one of the guns that i'm psyched to get i think it's super cool looking um but then they also have a bunch of uh loot box exclusive skins um and my issue with that and uh they did something similar uh the last time they did an event kind of like this is normally loot boxes are a dollar a piece these halloween loot boxes are seven dollars a piece what? and you only get one what? you know random <laughs> uh skin out of it like one random event item that does what? not sound like a good deal yeah it's it just feels absurdly expensive to me you know what the saddest part about it all though is people are still fucking buying them i bet like hotcakes oh yeah absolutely yeah i mean like like the fucking whales they are yeah i mean (laughs) like we complain about like these like uh predatory dlcs but i mean they're gonna keep doing it because people keep fucking buying them yeah i mean like I shamefully say, like, I fucking probably poured at least, like, 12 bucks into Simpsons Tapped Out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, like, when it first came out, like, all those years ago. But, like, you know, like, we've all probably spent money on this type of shit. Yeah, I bought some loot boxes from uh, Overwatch before. I used to to buy a loot box uh, package every time an event came out. Yeah. When I was playing, like, heavily. Um, at least uh, this time though because last time it was just fuck you buy loot boxes until you get the skin you want um, and you were just SOL and for this event at the very least you can individually buy uh, all of the gun and character skins and everything with in-game um, currency for the real currency oh. you still have you have to pay money to get any of these unless you have absurd amounts of the crafting like material Uh, and i mean nobody (laughs) has those yeah like people who play constantly since day one and never stopped maybe have enough to buy a couple of those but it's fucking stark i mean to buy one of the like legendary skins with money is 18 dollars yeah uh, so that's all pretty crazy, and fucking, I doubt I'm gonna buy any of that Halloween stuff. I'm pretty, cause like none of the skins even blow me away. They're kind of cool, but not fucking eighteen dollars, not even seven dollars worth. If I got like, really lucky, the one thing that I hate about that is the only people that really get to enjoy it are the enemy, cause then they see you and they see the skin you're yeah. using. That's why I like mm-hmm. League, cause like at least if you get a skin, you see that skin the whole time yeah 
And you do well, at least get that with the gun skins. Yeah, yeah, because you're looking at the guns. I the feel like um, Overwatch does a good job with skins because, like, your emotes, you get to see your character, play the game, you get to see your skin. Yeah, play the game. Um, yeah. When you select it, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity in Overwatch to see your skin. When you get blown halfway across the map. <laughs> From a junk a rat. <laughs> yeah, or a junk <laughs> <laughs> There goes my body, but that skin is dope. <laughs> Um, Your so yeah, that says uh, China controls Hong Kong. Wow. <laughs> and the podcast gets shut off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so overall, I'm enjoying the Halloween event, but I'm just not going to bother with any of that. I want to check it out. Shit. Maybe it's I'll just too check expensive. it out after the pod. Until you yeah, forget you got about time. it. It's still going for two more weeks. Oh, yeah, nice. I was about to ask how long this um, So that is all I did video game-wise. I did watch a fair amount of stuff, uh, one of which uh, was episode two of No Guns Life. Nice. Uh, I don't have really... a gun for a head. The hottest, yes. hippest <laughs> new anime of this fall. Uh, again, I have seen multiple references to it around Reddit. I think it might end up being a big one. I don't know if people like care about the manga or whatnot. Um yeah, but is it, is is it, it as memes? big as My Hero or Demon Slayer? Fucking, I mean, that's an unfair... <laughs> yeah, you can't do I that. That's not fair. <laughs> is it Come as on. good as Dragon Ball? He's, he's going to be a popular guy. Is he going to be as popular as Jesus? Hey, <laughs> Demon Slayer Goku. just came out, and it is pretty popular for only the first season. Yeah, that's fair. I don't... I don't know. We'll see. I was just surprised to see references to an anime that's had one episode so far. Um, but uh, the second trending. episode, yeah, the uh, second episode is fine. It introduces uh, more tits. Surprisingly, not. I mean, it introduces it. a new female damn character, it, damn but she's it, damn not. It. <laughs> she's not provocatively dressed at all. Um, Unsubscribe. And, like, you know she's going to be a big deal because she is consistently in the intro. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> um, but so yeah, it's still good. I'll keep watching it. They Are did ex- <laughs> they did explicitly explain why a man with a gun for a head would smoke cigarettes. And okay. Uh, <laughs> which is cigarettes in this world have some kind of medication in them. That's the that dumbest helps. thing. Yeah, this that helps our bodies thing. deal with uh, the like stress of being mostly robot. See, vaping okay. is good for you. <laughs> it turns you into a gunhead. Are you all caught up on that. my BC hero? Gunhead man. <laughs> Clip that. Tw- send it around Twitter with this post, and just be like, "Mac Gould says vaping is good for you." Fuck what the doctors say. Hot, become a hot BC gunman and vape. <laughs> Um, I also saw a movie. I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, I didn't have high expectations for it, uh, but I enjoyed the original. So I decided Whoa. to go see the sequel, huh. which was Jay and Silent Bob reboot. What? Um, I actually went and saw a double feature with Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and then Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Nice. Um, I will say it was relatively shocking seeing so many of these people age 20 yeah, right. years in five minutes yeah it's kind of like watching the last episode of breaking bad and then watching el camino 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, I didn't really pay attention to any of the trailers or anything because they came out and I heard people complain and say that they didn't look good. They yeah, looked the really cringy and whatnot. Really bleh. Yeah, and so like I went in with pretty low expectations, but overall I ended up really enjoying it. Nice. I don't know that I'd say it was better than the original, but like it's it's still really Solid, good and nice. is by no means <laughs> the worst movie uh, Kevin Smith has ever put out. <laughs> <laughs> um my biggest criticism of it would be that at points it gets a little too meta. It's just like we get it. Like, Kevin Smith is also Silent Bob. Because <laughs> in this movie, Kevin Smith is directing the reboot of Blunt Man and Chronic. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and his daughter is playing one of the main characters. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, again, just kind of like a mind-blowing cast that Kevin, of people that Kevin Smith has managed to make friends with over 30 years of doing films. Right, right. I mean, yeah. Kevin Smith has, like, a lot of problems, but he also seems like a genuinely cool dude in a world oh. where most people are fucking crazy and he seems <laughs> to not be. Yeah. I mean, like, I totally think I would super enjoy hanging out with uh, Kevin Smith. And even Jason Mewes now, like... I don't know After if you he guys got off ever, heroin. Yeah, Kevin Smith, you guys Jason ever watched Hughes, hit us comic up. book men? We want to hang. I have, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, uh, let's I'd... hang with. We have a two Kevin session. Yeah, <laughs> Kev on Kev. That's the uh, podcast so, title. <laughs> uh, there's one episode of Comic Book Men where Jason Mewes stops by, and they have to like babysit him for the day, and like. It just looks like a nightmare. They they look like they're constantly ready for him to just like smash anything or like just like grab a bunch of comic books and throw them in the toilet or and uh from some of the stuff I saw around the release and some like, you know, behind the scenes stuff, uh he just seems like a sweet, like cool dude. Recovering yeah. addict. <laughs> yeah. Well, um uh, what's your favorite um Kevin Smith askew of universe movie? Uh, Dogma's up there. Oh yeah. Um, and then the original Clerks is obviously a classic. I have to say Tusk. <laughs> you are a now that's even a I fucking hate Red <laughs> State. Tusk. Wild card Red State. <laughs> um, they did specifically Annie. bring Zack and Mary make a porno into the Askewniverse. Oh really? How? Yeah, yeah. I kind of uh, counted it. Uh, Justin Long reprised his character from <laughs> Zack and Mary Make a Porno. Oh. Uh, the gay guy? Yeah. He's hilarious um, in that movie. Yeah, too bad Justin Long does jack shit now. His career's like dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, he do, he's um the main son in F is for Family, which just has a new season on Netflix. Three seasons now. I think being a voice actor is a step down from where he was. Yeah, well, he's still <laughs> you know doing stuff. It's work. Yeah. F is for Family's amazing, though. Yeah, I do enjoy that show. I would say Mallrats, I think, is my favorite. It's a schooner. Yeah, I think it has the some of the best, <laughs> like, wholesome Jay and Silent Bob stuff. Like, all their background stuff they do in that movie is fucking yeah. adorable. <laughs> um, 
nobody says chasing Amy. <laughs> yeah, I hate that movie. I, Who likes I, that I movie? mean, the only time you watch Chasing Amy is like when you like go on YouTube. Want to teach someone what misogyny is? And <laughs> you just watch like the um like J- uh, Silent Bob speaks like montage or something and just watch his speech <laughs> in that movie which is the longest he ever talks. You cut, yeah. you catch him on a YouTube clip. <laughs> uh, he does make a small attempt to retcon chasing Amy to be a little bit less <laughs> horrific <laughs> nice. in the reboot. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but so yeah, I enjoyed it. If you I want to see the donkey back, get... I totally forgot how limited the release was and like didn't yeah. get a chance to see it. So hopefully, like, is it really it... a limited release, yeah. or are they just doing a broader release later? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I, I am not money. aware of them doing like a regular release they had like the sneak peeks on october 15th and 17th and then they're doing this tour for the next six months and then i think huh. that's it it'll be out on digital and blu-ray yeah. and not, that's maybe bizarre on or something it's interesting but strange yeah so you saw uh kevin smith and jason muse live like they were talking and shit right I did not. No. no if you go like, see it now on this tour, you will. Well, there's oh. also there's also like a Fathom Events thing that broadcasts some of them. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm never doing that though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you can get tickets, go for it. I don't know what they go for, but it's a movie worth watching once you have some way of getting hold of it. Uh, I yeah, think it works really well for the most part. Good luck, yeah. Listeners. Um, the other thing I watched was I think all of us have, so maybe we can talk about oh, it a little bit. Tell me. Was I watched uh, episodes one through five of Primal? Yeah, Hells, I totally yeah. forgot to talk about this. I watched this too. <laughs> yeah, I well know done, you did. Yep, yep, um, yep. It's so good. And God. so yeah, that's that is definitely. Adult Swim just giving Gendy <laughs> Tarkovsky as much money as he wanted to do mm-hmm. just whatever the fuck he wanted. Yep. And so he, he made two and a half stuff. hours with zero dialogue. <laughs> I love it. It's well, perfect. You got, it's you really got good. some dialogue. Not the, really. Uh, yeah. Fucking grunting at each other. Yeah. You know, do you dialogue. know the voice actor who does uh, Spear? I don't know what you'd call him. That's the what yeah, Spear and as. Fang yeah. Yeah. Uh, so is actually for... the voice actor for one of the characters. You cut out there. You buddy. cut off there. Oh, yeah. He's one of the characters. He's what? one of the characters from League of Legends. He's the same oh, voice actor. I don't no care. That was, was the gonna worst be way that sentence yeah. I don't care. Fucking I waste it. our time I with the it. build I was like, up. I know that voice. We asked for it twice. I don't care. I enjoyed it. For a second, I did think Ben was just providing no information to you know the <laughs> guy kinda, who voices Spear is the voice of one of the anyway. characters. Yeah, I kind of yeah. did that anyway, since you didn't care about it. You kind of did waste our time. I love my, was, um, spoilers for Primal, I guess, but I love... There's um, no spoiling this. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's basically like, just, it's like dude, a heavy it metal... It hard in the beginning. It's like a heavy metal album cover come to life. Like I love this shit. Mm, it's so much. more emotionally in tune <laughs> yeah, than any heavy way metal album cover. Emotionally in tune, yes. Well, like, like the last they, episode like is just right beautiful. Right in the beginning, where they're just like, yeah, simple fishing, and you're like, all right, cool. And then all children of a sudden, like, get fucking yeah. eaten. <laughs> yeah, let's not spoil this too much because I do think it's pretty recent, and it's like one of those things that's such a limited release that I think people are going to come to this for years yeah. like, to come. 
Like it's a I four- will say so I good. loved that they upgraded one of his kids <laughs> from a vacant vacant eyed monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like the first time he sees them, they both just have like yeah, these eyes from the yeah. gorillas. And then like the next time the older child has like pupils at yeah. least. Cause they're <laughs> just like this is horrifying. Mm-hmm. Nobody would miss these children. <laughs> um I love um, how Gendy captures motion in animation, yeah, and like man. the the his ability to have the sense of like Direct speed action, is yeah, so good. like the, the like the scenes where it's just like um, spear riding on Fang, and it goes like wide angle, and he just they're just like booking it, you know, and then the the drums are kicking in, you know, like you know, it just like it really gets your heart pounding in a way. Sweet. Yeah, yeah it's I, so good. I really like just the, 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 with your action shots, like whenever he picks a rock up, you really get the sense of how heavy that rock is. Yeah. When it's applied to bone. <clears throat> the sound He's effects. He's like a Kratos. Well, <laughs> you know what it kind of reminded me of? Those old school Conan the Barbarian novels where like it did get <laughs> yeah. incredibly graphic. Just ripping and, like, people in half. Yeah, like Conan is just like ripping people's arms off and like <laughs> for like stiffing them from a beer. <laughs> you spilled beer on me. I'm gonna rip chopping you in people half now. in in diagonal quarters and shit. Would you guys say uh, that Spear is essentially just uh, prehistory Samurai Jack? <laughs> no, no, he's not, not a stranger in a strange land, though. Yeah. And he's not been flung from the past to a future he can't Maybe comprehend. he was from the future. I don't mean the, the show. I mean, is the character <laughs> No, spear. I know what you mean. And I know I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, Samurai Jack, like, is, as a character, is really, like, a meditation on nature and, like, man's relationship with nature. And Primal is kind of that, but not really. It's more really. a human condition. It's like the human condition as he relates to an animal. So it's like yeah. it's about that bond more than it is. He looks <laughs> like a fucking tank, man. Cool. Uh, but uh, what I was trying to get across was sort of like the idea that it's it's about that relationship. While Jack is just so solitary, like most of the show, that it's about like this dude contemplating like. The things that you remember in Samurai Jack, like, I think are just, like, him and nature alone. And, like, the final shot of the Samurai Jack is just, like, him with a cherry tree and it's, like, peaceful and quiet and, like, nature's still blooming despite the fact he's lost, like, pretty much everything, you know, even though he's succeeded. He doesn't have much else besides this, like, like, point of quiet contemplation in nature. But Primal is really about Spear and Fang and, like, their relationship. So, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're sort of, like, kind of the same thing, like, in a way of, like, one person is, like, reacting to nature in its totality, and then Spear is reacting to nature in its bond with its a dog, sense. you know, like, a primal, yeah. like, you know, foundational thing, which, you know, for humans, it's humans and wolves, but I guess in this world, it's humans and a giant T-Rex. <laughs> um, I do uh, hope that he revisits this world in some way. I don't think he will. No, like I don't at some point in like some capacity. It's like it's a perfect ending, but like, man, I want more of this. Like, or things like like it's so badass. You know what I mean? Like, I, want I wonder to, how much. How many eyeballs how, did he punch? 
He punched a <laughs> lot of eyeballs. He sure oh, did. Fucking, my thought for the entire, like, the last portion of the last episode was just like, this is just him getting out everything he had to suppress during Samurai Jack. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I had to kill so many goddamn robots. This is my chance to make up for every like, goddamn person I'm so tired I worked of and have and turned wires out to be. and cables and, and, and electricity. Yeah. I want to draw blood and organs and bone. I guess. I mean, the last few episodes of Samurai Jack are brutal. Right. Yeah, but like, it's robots. No. no, not in the last, when he's fighting yeah, those oh, sisters. Right. Yeah. Season. yeah. Yeah, the last season, yeah. Uh, I, I I really love the last episode because it starts out with that really peaceful moment in like that little um, ba- bastion they come across, I guess. Yeah. And oh, well, um, he's just trying to get. Uh, and then it kind of gets really fucking crazy, and then it goes like <laughs> literally like like if the show wasn't like off the wall enough with like a caveman riding a dinosaur and just let's like, have a gorilla ch- death battle. Yeah, it's like it becomes like War of the Gargantuans with these two gorilla monsters just beating the shit out of each other. And then, spoilers, you know, like... Yeah, let's not. Stop. It's fine. You're just, like, retelling this story. it's just fucking crazy. Frame by frame. Yeah, it's great. You guys should watch it. And I know it's really hard to get. And the way that it's released is, like, super limited. But also, I'm sure it's on the adult swim app. Worst case scenario, what I did was I paid twelve bucks on Amazon oh, nice. for um, all five episodes. Will, That's worth I'm it. I'm sure it'll eventually yeah. be on Hulu, but they're just—I mean—they're trying to get people to watch it on Adult Swim, you know. Which I get, yeah. but like this is just not the way for like a broad-based release. Do you think so I just don't got, think most do people you think have he seen got it. this because of the last season of Samurai Jack, and they Absolutely. were like, no. people want more. Yeah, I don't think so. Because the last season, Samurai oh. Jack was incredibly like, well-received. Well yeah. Yeah. I mean, it but, had high, high views. So do you think that's where Adult Swim was like, do more stuff? I'm sure. No, I just think it took so long to make this. I'm, I think they were making it beforehand. Like, that's what I was trying to ask, like, earlier. Like, I just think the production for this is insane. Like, Samurai Jack's last season took a long time to make. Like, you can't make this in between the time of the end of Samurai Jack and this. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't know what the stat is. I would be shocked, like if that's what happened. Yeah, maybe some when, really cool behind the scenes featurettes will come out and stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. I just think like they were like, "Hey, Kennedy, come back!" Like your fucking deal with what was he trying supposed to make? Like direct? You guys remember? It was recording a big Dark Crystal. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, Dark Crystal fell apart, and like fucking come and do this. And I bet they made Samurai Jack and this at around the same time. Because I just don't know how you make it this quickly. When did Samurai Jack end? Like two years ago? Like two years like, ago. I, don't, yeah. I just don't think you can do that. Like what's happening five, in this show is so episodes. fucking amazing. Five episodes of incredible detail and like incredible music I mean, Samurai and momentum. Samurai Jack put out so much so quickly for like six seasons. No, you look at look at the behind the scenes stuff. It took them for fucking ever, dude. Like, that's why they canceled the show. It was outrageously expensive. The amount of animation it to go through and like retakes to like get everything perfect. It just was not easy. I'm gonna search this right now. You guys keep talking. I, uh... <laughs> um, so I'll go ahead and let Sud search that because the last thing I did, I know he didn't get around to you, but I think Matt and Ben, you did. 
Uh, I watched the first episode of the HBO Watchmen series. I watched. I seen it. I watched it. (laughs) Um, It is so far incredible. It's crazy. Oh, okay. Um, I'm listening now. I was. I was on the fence. (laughs) And it is one of those things where, like, so far, I'm sure it's a reboot or is it like. No, After it's a sequel. It's a sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel okay. set in 2019. Oh, okay. Um, and so, like, I so far, based on the first episode, and I'm sure it'll tie into specific Watchmen stuff uh, more as the episodes go forward, like, it could be totally standalone. Like, you change the Warshack masks, um, you know, it's just, like, crazy alternate universe world, and, like, Fucking, I am super hulked. It is a really <laughs> interesting Damn. dystopia okay. that they have concocted. Yeah, where, like, the police have to hide their identities, and you have this white supremacist group, and just all kinds of crazy shit going on. Wow. Uh, there's, you know, there's already been tons of references to uh, Comics? the comic itself, and the well, smiley face, not, and not, a lot, a lot of references to clocks. And <laughs> It's also really, like, the way it's made and shot in the cinematography is still in the vein, kind of, of how incredible the scope and imagination of the the Watchmen, the orig- you know, the movie had. Like, yeah. it has that same kind of, like... You know, from what we've seen, though, uh, people do seem to be scaled down to actual human beings. <laughs> we see some like punches and kicks get thrown and nobody's snapping legs in half. Yeah, it's not like the they punch one person and then they like fly across the room. No super strength. Yeah. No. And in fact, uh, I don't think it's been totally confirmed, but based on this episode, I think uh, they're going off of the comic ending. With the giant squid, I I feel like it it was it was I feel like there was a hint to it, and I I feel like that will probably be one of the like major reveals of one of the episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, where actually confirms (laughs) Um, whether which ending it. So does this what does does what's the story like? What's going on? I mean, it's 2019, and shit's crazy. Cops have to hide their face, and this white supremacist group has popped up again. Are you you following just the group? It seems like there was, like, an event where there was, like, a mass killing of police officers and their families. Yeah. And... Like, they've kind of referenced stuff, but haven't gone into detail. And the people in who perpetuated this attack kind of, like, follow a insane Rorschach cult. Like, they have all... They all have masks with uh, ink blots and shit on them. Right. Um... But yeah, so far it's been amazing. The cinematography is great. The scene in the pod uh, (coughs) was... Oh, fucking yeah. incredible I, cool. the cast um, is uh, is very good really surprising how long are the episodes an hour, an hour. you know cool. standard HBO shit <laughs> I'm really interested to see where it goes like I really like how they went it's a slice of a universe that we know is like it you know the story of Watchmen is grandiose I mean it's huge it, iconic 
it sprawls multiple planets and you know dimensions. It didn't need to have a sequel. It did not need to have a sequel, but we have it, so it might as well idea. at least be entertaining. <laughs> this right? is so bad. It makes me hate everything about the world. I mean, you're. It makes you, you know, really feel for Alan Moore. He's totally right. I would go Why? crazy Alan too. Like yeah. this is fucking absurd. He has like, every right to be an angry alone wizard. <laughs> <laughs> from his tower on high I don't know. I, it's Scout. cool that it's good I'm not surprised that it is good and I'm never fucking watching this it's oh man you gotta not going to this is just you like feeding it. into this nostalgia hole yeah. like I don't need it this is like the dab of nostalgia so it's I don't... like not necessarily wrong you know that <laughs> so is not having this no I'm tired of this shit like I don't need I don't need someone's work to be bastardized just so it can like be a hit amongst the masses like I don't it doesn't make sense to me dude but if this does really well next year they'll come out with their fucking HBO uh, limited series Bible sequel Watchmen <laughs> Babies um doesn't his dark material start uh ten on Today didn't it premiere tonight? I have no idea. Uh, it's pretty quick. Yeah, it's if it's not tonight, it's within the next couple weeks. I think I saw it said it's starting on Mondays, which is weird. HBO's done. Yeah, that, that is. Uh, November third. Oh wow, we still got a little while. Yep. They put yeah, they played a like um extended trailer before um the episode, and it was really cool. It showed some of the polar bears. Yeah, and it was polar like, bears it was confirmed. Cool seeing that, <laughs> it was cool. And no, it's also airing on Sundays. Um, but yeah, it was cool looking at those shots, having uh, those scenes and everything, having just reread the first book. Oh, nice. So I don't mean to interrupt. I think I'll pick but, it up uh, on audiobook. Uh, I haven't uh, claimed my Audible this month. Yeah, man, go for it. It's good stuff. So Samurai Jack. Gennady Tarkovsky reached out to Adult Swim when they started work in 2015. Yep. So it's from 2015 to 2019 before they even released that miniseries. During that time, he had had the idea for Primal eight years ago and then finally got the green light to pursue, like, post the initial, like, spec uh, video they did for Primal, like the short film they did for Primal, into this mm-hmm. miniseries towards the end of production in... Samurai Jack, the last season. I, like just, season I just imagine the staff all talking to me like, man. Kennedy's you can tell been... there's a lot of passion behind it. Yeah, but I just imagine like Kennedy like doodling in his notebook and like the staff being like, man, he's been drawing a lot of monkeys dead. <laughs> 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 Should we say something? No, no, no. Let him work. But like that's an insane production cycle. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not quick, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a vet oh, hurt. Uh, so, oh, never mind. Sorry. Go no, go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is everything I got up to, which was not a short list. Uh, Sud, what did you get up to? Uh, well, I was in Disneyland for about Magical twenty-four hours. Ever. Wow. I had a great time. I didn't think I was gonna like it, but it was fucking Uh-oh. amazing. <laughs> um. 
And I don't know, I pretty much did all the rides, so I guess I'm curious as to what you guys want to talk about, but I thought Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was amazing. Yeah. Um, they pretty much refitted anything that had to do with space into Star Wars, and some of it works better than others. <laughs> but I thought the Star Tours, Star Wars experience was cool, and I thought Hyper Space Mountain, it's not Space Mountain anymore, um. but I thought it's... <laughs> What's up? When you flew in the Millennium Falcon ride, what was your position? I did gunner and I did engineer and I did pilot. So I actually did all three. Cool. I got lucky. You should um, uh, look uh, up on YouTube the video. There's these these people who do the Millennium Falcon ride and they get these these boomers as the uh, pilot and gunner and oh, it's like no. the most awful. Like they just like <laughs> just kind of like forward into okay, everything. We should set up this ride. So the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run is a really cool experience, but it also works kind of like an escape room. So yeah. oh, fun. it's an amazing experience. So you go inside the hangar bay and it's like the hangar bay is guiding you into a replica of the Millennium Falcon. And like this is the one part where the line moving actually made actively made me angry because I wanted to spend time. <laughs> I hear that in the Millennium Falcon. Every single like review of the ride is like they just like they feel like once you get in the Falcon, they hustle you through too fast. They do, yeah. You want to like you know check out the weird chessboard thing and all that stuff, um, but it's awesome. It looks amazing, and then when you get into the so you go there and you're assigned a group. Um, and so you could, there's two pilots, there's two gunners, and there's two engineers. And the pilots have the most to do. And it's probably the most fun of all the roles in the Millennium Falcon. So it really depends, right? So I did one where I had a person who was fairly competent in flying, and they did a great job. I had one where I had these two kids who were flying and they were fighting over the controls. So we just shook the whole thing back and forth as we crashed into every single asteroid. Yeah, this and is why they don't have two pilots. It it's cool that they they realize this would happen because like after a while, like the computer just takes over. <laughs> like it's just like all right, these guys are not doing it, you know, and it will guide you a little bit more. Um, I also had a boomer with me who was an engineer, and she did not understand what was going on, so she was just not hitting any of the buttons she was supposed to hit. And so, like we, it was just like me, like getting the ship back up, because like what happens if the ship takes damage? The engineer has to fix it by hitting like the right buttons that appear. And so, like it was just me doing that, but. When the ride like goes smoothly, it is really, really cool. It's a really cool idea for sure, and and the way that they've done the uh, the augmented reality portion of it, you know, so the screen is is great because they have timed it so well, so that you know when the whole Millennium Falcon dips, you know, it feels like you're dipping, and it creates that you know that falling sensation, even though you're not really falling all that much. Yeah. Um, so really, really awesome ride, but it's incredibly dependent on your group. And so, you know, if I were to go back again, I'd sort of insist that I had a big enough group so I could be like, all right, <laughs> we can nail this down a little bit more. Um, but Star Wars Land is great. It has really good food. One thing I forgot about Star Wars Land, like one, the detail is incredible. Like there are all these like blaster marks and stuff. And that's really a theme of Disneyland. Like they do such a great job of like making it feel like you're in this place yeah, so they're giving you a narrative yeah you have a specific title if you haven't if you haven't you should look up jenny nicholson on youtube uh she mostly does a bunch of like movie review kind of stuff oh, but every now and then she's fucking super loves theme parks 
And so, like, she recently did a video about Star Wars Land. And, like, she went into pretty good detail about the history of the park itself. And then, like, the amount of effort and everything they do. Like, they put so much work into making sure that when you're in Galaxy's Edge, you cannot see any other part of the park. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah, so you don't cool. see, like, uh, you don't see uh, Toontown. You don't see, you know, the uh, California, whatever. You don't see Epcot. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, but the one thing it made me realize about Star Wars is, like, how, like, when you take a couple of minutes to think about it, like, how jank so much of it is. <laughs> like, there was, so there was this restaurant, and it looked amazing. I took a video, and I'll upload it to you guys later. Um, of Along like with this, our chugs? Yeah, with our chugs. Uh, but it's it's got, um, it's got like, a, a thruster cooking, like, fake meat. So it's, yeah. like, the main, one of the main restaurants. And it's, like, a thruster cooking fake meat. And it's rotating. And it looks kind of cool. But then it's a droid that's, like, pushing a lever going up, down, up, down, like, turning the meat. But it's, like, you're an incredibly advanced droid. Like, why is this the best use of your time? Like, surely there's it's like that anything scene, else you can do. It's like that scene in Rick and Morty, you know, what is my purpose? You turn the meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh yeah, it's just like weird shit like that. But the food was also really good actually. That, I don't know, it was awesome. And then the cantina, oh my god, like one, the cantina is insane to get into. We had to wake up at seven to reserve our spot. In, yeah. yeah, otherwise the whole it gets full for the entire day. But the cantina is just so cool um so star wars land is a huge win and honestly this is my first time like going to disneyland as an adult and not like a bitchy teen (laughs) and so like i had a great time i like went to all the different parts um pixar pier is wonderful like what they did to the old like california adventure is just like all pixar themed now and they had this really cool ride called uh well, they're building, like, an Avengers section in California's Avengers. So there's this whole, like, section of the park that's walled off that's going to be called Stark Industries. Ooh. And that seems cool. But the big mm-hmm. thing is that they retrofitted um, the old Tower of Terror that was part of the Twilight Zone into this really, really cool thing called Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout. And then you go in and it's Rocket Raccoon who's like, hey, we need you to help us break out the Guardians of the Galaxy. They've been captured by the Collector. So the first part of it is like this amazingly detailed like representation of the Collector with like all the different parts that are in the movie, like, you know, the things that he's been collecting and like a bunch of things for comic book fans. Which Howard is really, Huh? Ah, he's in there. Um, nice. Yeah. And, and like there's an amazingly well animatronic uh, Rocket Raccoon who's like just, you know, doing stuff around. And then... The ride itself is super intense. I don't even like roller coasters. I enjoyed this, but I don't know if I could do it, you know, back to back. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it just like throws you up and down. And there's this one amazing part that when you get to the top of the tower, it's like shooting you up. It opens the doors. So you're like looking over the park and you're like 800 feet up in the air. It is terrifying. And it just drops you down. But in between, like you see like interstitials of like the Guardians of the Galaxy, like fighting this monster and escaping from the collector. Uh, it's just a really cool ride all around. And this, like, the way they just completely retrofitted it was just stunning yeah, to look at and, cool. and what they did. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I had a great time in Disneyland. Uh, shocker. They did a great job. I don't even like theme parks, <laughs> but they did a great job. Uh, Indiana Jones still has its charm. You know, did all you the rides are great. Did you watch the stunt show? Which stunt show? The Indiana Jones stunt show. 
I did not see the Indiana Jones stunt show. I'm sorry. Whip trick. I saw the animatronic Indiana Jones climb a, a rope. Does yeah. that count? Okay. Well, I saw a robot do it. I will say one thing, though. Animatronics still look really good, especially for the old rides. Like, I did, like, uh, Alice in Wonderland, which is a jank-as-fuck ride, <laughs> but it still looks good. But whenever they do, like, humans who are supposed to look kind of like humans, it just really feels off. Like, Ariel looks atrocious. <laughs> it's not Isn't good. Isn't that where the Hall of Presidents is as well? Uh, <laughs> with the Clinton Trump... Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know, I'm sorry I'm boring you so much, Kevin. <laughs> but I partied. <laughs> partied with Mickey and Minnie. Got my picture taken with uh, Mickey. Saw Mickey's house. Nice. Dude. Uh, I love Mickey's that little area. G, I love that little area. Dude, I really like Disneyland. I don't even like Disney, but I don't know. It, there's so. You know what really blows my mind? Like just how much fucking effort everything is in there. You know, it's not. There's nothing half-assed in here, you know. It's just so cool, and like the the ways that they trick you is just really amazing. All the gas um, they pump into the into the place. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And I really, I it was really great to be down in California, if only because you know it's now Seattle winter, which means it's going to be raining for the next six goddamn months. So, you know, having like ninety degrees in October is not bad. Not bad at all. Did you get hassled um, by stormtroopers? I sure did. <laughs> But, like, they all have pre-canned responses. Yeah, so, like, weird. I was looking at my phone, and they, like, took my phone and just, like, what is on this data pad? We have your eyes on you. And then they said the same thing to someone, like, five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I saw, like, I hung out with Chewbacca. Chewbacca just has the same four roars they did rotate you get, through. Did you get any I Bort license plates? No. They didn't have <laughs> Bort license plates. They didn't even have Sedarshan license plates. Did you see the... the the ray actress like creeping around no i didn't there was no ray there was a kylo there was like some generic creep around she's sneaking around yeah because i mean she's you know vip yeah that's part of the story yeah Yeah. Uh, so so every like hour or hour and a half they have uh kylo ren come out with two stormtroopers and like a imperial uh, officer, and it's just like you were supposed to find the spy or whatever. And I guess the spy is supposed to be Ray. So Ray was creeping around, but she was just so good at creeping around that I just saw her. <laughs> we pay that, that creepy girl to Ray. Spy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, Disneyland, great. Who knew? Uh, who would have thought? Um. I did play a game, and I do want to talk about another game that just came out today, just to let you guys all know. So we'll talk about that game first. So, um. The game is Monaco. What's yours is mine. It just came out on the Switch. Have you guys ever played Monaco? Yeah. No. Yeah. The, Long time from like ago. 2012 It's a 2013. Or yeah. yeah. It came out in 2013. Yeah. It just came out in, on the Switch. Monaco is fucking amazing. Like, if yeah. you guys have not played Monaco, you should play it. It There's not enough heist games, and this is a really great, like, stealth Class heist game. Class-based heist where, game. It sure is, and it's super easy to play, and if shit hits the fan, that's fine, because it makes the game even funner, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Those are always good games. Yeah. Well, yeah it, go ahead. No, I was just, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, Monaco on the Switch seems like it's perfect. It seems like the perfect party game. Um, so, so good, and I can't wait to get complete edition on the Switch after this pod. Um, and then so lastly... just, like, the... 2013 game with some extra content and shit 
there was a ton of DLC. Yeah, kind of there was stuff. a lot more. They added. I mean, I remember. Yeah. I remember when the game came out, they were constantly adding new characters. So I can only imagine how many they've added since then. You know. But I mean, that's that's what it is, right? It's not like yeah, a sequel. no, 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 no. It's not a sequel. It's called Monaco Complete Edition. It's just gotcha. all the Monaco maps, all it's the Monaco DLC, all the new characters, Switch, which seems like a really yeah, good idea. Which, yeah. It's an awesome idea, and like that'll close the bow on Monaco. And like, Monaco's like no other game out there, and it's just super, super fun. What's the price? Yeah. Um, I guess it's twenty four ninety nine. I'll have to check it out. That's it sounds interesting. I don't think reasonable. I've ever played it. Oh, oh dude, it's you so should. good. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. We should play you it. Buy when it we on meet Steam. Up, uh, is it? Like is it multiplayer? Bucks. Yeah. Yes. Is it point. like online? It's, uh, with the Switch, it is, yeah. Cool. Not that it means anything. <laughs> you might as well not have online on the Switch. But yes. <laughs> I'm sure it's like two ninety nine on Steam. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah. I mean, you should get it on the Switch because you can bring your Switch around and, you know... Yeah, I like to bring my Switch fucking around. Monaco. <laughs> yeah. Um, Monaco's like a 10 out of 10. You gotta, sense, you gotta do what the, what the commercial tells you to do. You know, take it to social events. Oh no! I Sorry, don't know it's more like eight point five suds. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun by itself. Like the story is like whatever, but it's witty. It's got like an Ocean's Eleven ish theme to it. Yeah. Um, and the title's so good. What's yours is mine. What a great subtitle. <laughs> the graphics are really cool. <laughs> Fuck. It's yeah, it's really great style, pixel art. Yeah. Um, and then I also played a weirdo PC game, which is sort of like my jam nowadays. Called Disco Elysium. Are you familiar with Disco Elysium at all? No, I think I've heard of it. Sounds fun, though. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, So Disco Elysium is a RPG in the vein of, say, Planescape Torment, or like, so it's an isometric, story-driven game. You, it's although you do, you can do have combat. It is, it's not advised. I would not suggest playing the game in that way. And so it, the whole thing is sort of on the premise that you are not a single personality. You are like a combination of a lot of different ideas in your head. And Disco Elysium sort of takes this to its most extreme end in terms of its skill-based system. So what you do is that in the game, as you interact with different characters in this like sort of science fiction world called Ravishal, um, and it's not quite super futuristic. There's no like flying cars or anything it's not really steampunk but it's the world dealing with the aftermath of like a huge war and so the tensions are really high around like class moral social lines and you have come there and you've missed you know you are sort of like nameless in Planescape Torment so like you don't have a name home address you don't really have an understanding of your personality and you're thrown in the middle of this as a detective solving a murder in the wrong part of town during like a labor dispute and from there, your journey kind of spirals out of control and it grows bigger and more complex the deeper you dig as you're trying to like figure out more about yourself. So very much like Planescape Torment, just in a very different setting. So it's an RPG. And so when you start the game, you're giving three archetypes to ease you in. And you can choose one of those three archetypes, but I would say you shouldn't do that. What you should do is you choose your points to distribute across these four stats, which are intellect, psyche, physique, and matronics. Um, and those stats improve like different lines of skills, like your reaction speed, your logic, or your suggestion. And if you like drop more points in your psyche, you'll have a better understanding about yourself and others, giving you improved skills in things like empathy or authority. 
And so this is like very like D and D, but at the, like the base, like back end level, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in different RP like settings, like any RPG of this kind, like your the game checks where your skills lie, and that's done through dice rolls. And so like white checks are ones that you can repeat, red checks you only get one shot at. And if you're low, like my first time I booted up the game, I was low in intellect, and so all my logic skills were low enough that I couldn't figure out the clues and I couldn't like <laughs> connect the dots what people were trying to tell me but in const- like in contrast I had really strong physique and so like I could, <laughs> you could I punch the truth out of them yeah. <laughs> well yeah you could do that or you also get like intimidate so like you get the skill intimidate and so you can respond with a threat or a clever retort so you get like a more straight answer um and that's just the beginning and then it starts to break away from those standard RPG tropes and it gets weird. And so the skills aren't passive ideas that underpin the system. The skills will talk to you in the middle of conversations, offering their own takes of different events if the characters are standing alongside you. And so you might be talking with like a uh, like a fellow detective. And if you have a spirit this corp uh, skill, like so like uh, sort of like a fellowship skill, that skill will chime in during your conversation, telling you about its feelings about that character. Um, and if there's like a big boss, if you have the volition skill, the volition skill will like hype you up and be like, Hey, you need to be brave and take chances and go at this situation. Um, the composure skill will keep your party together and like chill in a tense situation. And they each have like wildly different personalities and they influence the ways that your character can interact with different people in different situations. Um, and like, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> like it's like having a huge party with you at all times, but it's just you giving you different <laughs> takes on different events and it gives you different story branches. Um, and there's like an action system. Like, you know, you, there's definitely health. There's a morale system like health drops. If you get attacked or you do something physically dumb morale uh, drops, if you get hit by a good insult, like if you're bad at conversation, it'll hurt you. And you can take, like, if you get to um, zero morale, you'll commit suicide. So you give up on life. So, like, it's sort of these two different, like, ways of approaching it. And then there's also this thing called the thought cabinet. So as you get more and more information, these ideas start rolling around in your head and they coalesce into something more important. And the concepts come into play at, like, pivotal moments throughout the game. And you choose to internalize them or not. And they, like, physically change like how you then see the world. And so internalizing them takes time. And once they're part of you, you either get a bonus or a drawback to your character. But it's not just like that the bonuses matter. The ideas become like parts of your new personality that you're generating. So like you can get a thought that's called some kind of superstar, which gives you skills to suggestions and composure, but it also docks your logic because you become a kind of a prima donna. And like your, mm. phys- your choices like, physically change right you don't get to have all the choices you had earlier because you internalize that thought um and it's a really cool story and it's a really great mystery uh and the way it comes together is really really cool um and there's like and like there's different like cursed items and stuff so like you can also get like pieces of clothing that will speak to you or like you know like because like you can wear and this is true in your real life like you can look really good and that impacts your personality and then that outfit you know becomes like something that is interpreted yeah but my clothes don't talk to me and be like hey go go out there uh i mean i would suggest this 
Ben, like the next time any of you guys like go into an interview, like if you put on like a really nice jacket or something and you just look into a mirror and you like say, I could do this, like that has an effect on how you communicate. Like it really sud, does. Sud. Yeah. When that happens, do you hear it in Ben's voice? Yes. Because <laughs> Ben is my friend. All friends are Ben. We covered this earlier. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's really good. It's got this really cool Quentin Tarantino vibe and it has like these weird tangents on like communism, capitalism, war, religion. Um, and it's just super interesting. The only bad part is that because there's so much dialogue, the voice acting isn't that great. And so like the recordings are kind of like they were over a phone. And so it's like (laughs) tinny and canny, you know, it's got like a ring to it. That's not great. Um, And I actually had to turn off the voices and I just read the game now. Um, Yeah, it was just really unfortunate. I hope they like make a patch or something, but the visuals are incredible too. It's like such a cool like look to it. It's, it's got like an oil painting kind of look to it with like a ton of tiny details. Um, And it's just every screenshot, like there's never a point in the game where I'm just like, this looks ugly. Like it always, it's always beautiful. Um, I played maybe 10 hours of it over the past week, which is insane given the my schedule <laughs> generally. Um, and from what I understand, it's about a fourth of the way through the game. I really like it. But it's also a game that's clearly got like a ton of different branching paths and how to approach things. And I just wish it was shorter because I definitely want to play it a couple more times to see what different builds like provide and if the story changes drastically because I chose one thing over another. But... You know, that's unclear at this moment in time, but it's great. I mean, so far, I, it's sort of like a type of game that I thought was dead. Like, I thought they made Planescape Torment, and then, like, that type of game would never exist again. But this is really, really cool. And if you like that kind of game, if what I'm mentioning is, like, sort of interesting, you should totally give it a shot. It's only $40, too, so it's not even a full-price game for, like, a ton of content. Really mm-hmm. great. Um, and, yeah, with that, I'm going to... Pass over to Matt Chan. Are you my friend, Matt Chan? I'm everybody's friend, man. All right, so now you're Ben. Hey, Ben, what did you do? <laughs> um. And now we have Matt's cla- classic WoW Adventure Minute. <laughs> this week in classic Israel. WoW. Israel. Here in Azeroth, here's Matt. <laughs> this Matt week in Classic WoW, mount up. Bonesaw, the orc warrior, got his funds and acquired a mount. Go get him, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, yeah, I got... Uh, no more walking for this lad. He's on a mount. <laughs> I got um, enough money, turned level 40, got my mount. Um, I will say that... How many character creators are dead <laughs> I will say that, um, like, a mount in Classic WoW means a whole lot more than a mount in retail. <laughs> retail. Uh, not only is it, like, piss easy to acquire the funds to get a mount in retail, you'd have to be, like, like the drunkest sailor in Azeroth <laughs> to, like, <laughs> not get the money for your mount. But, like, you also get it at level 20, which... Awesome. Oh, do you yeah. really? I didn't know that. Which is like only like yeah. five hours of gameplay now. So like, <laughs> you know, I've been playing Classic WoW for like two months now and I'm just, you know, getting my mount. So 
a lot of running around and now I'm now I'm riding around in style on my my wolf. Yeah, what color did you go with? Uh I went with the it's called the dire wolf. It's just kinda like the the normal one. Oh, okay. Uh, what color though? It's it's just kinda like gray and grayish, yeah. Oh. Um so yeah, the game's opened up a lot, you know, I can go adventure in many further to reach places with ease. Um So where are you now? Feralos? Yeah, level two. I just I just entered Feralos, so having I'm looking forward to getting level sixty and like becoming a main tank. Killing all those satyrs. <laughs> did you quit your guild yet? Yeah, um I did get to a point where there was nobody online and I slash G quit <laughs> and ran out. <laughs> The and goodbye. I feel like it'll be easy for me to find the guild when I hit level sixty. I'm sure people are always looking for tanks. Yeah, well, I'm oh, sure yeah, if baby. you walk into Orgrimmar, you'll get spammed. You're gonna get drafted. You're gonna get leather jackets yeah. and new cars, and <laughs> <laughs> I'll just like slot, you know, put out there like level sixty uh, main tank prop warrior looking for guild, and then it'll just be pink we'll tank text for flasks for as far as you can see. <laughs> Buy cheap gold only. Um, in other gaming news, uh, I kept playing um, The Last of Us Remastered, and I'd like to say that like Naughty Dog is definitely one of the best game developers of our time. Um, what a hot take. Right? No one's ever <laughs> said their stuff is good. Um, playing this makes me want to give uh, Uncharted 4 a shot since Sud gives it such high, 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 high praise. That's just Sud. Um, I feel like after I play Last of Us Remastered, if there's still a good time in between uh, Last of Us 2 coming out, that I might be able to sneak Uncharted 4 in. Maybe it'll be on... How long do you think it's going to take to play Last of Us Remastered? Not very long. I mean, I know the game pretty well. It's like a 15-hour yeah. game. The Last of Us 2 comes out <laughs> the end of February. Like, what are you doing <laughs> in the meantime? Uh, you know... Yeah, taking it slow. I like to take it easy nowadays. Okay. Um, I also checked out Sonic Mania. Oh, nice. oh that game's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's really, really fun, and I uh, I really like how they updated the music for it. Um, it sounds really good. I will say that it's a little annoying. I wish I could turn Tails off. <laughs> because like every time every time I jump he jumps and that sound effect is just like whoop 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 I'm like oh my gosh like can Tails just go away he doesn't have to be here like I'm not playing two player right now he does have to be here Tails is all of us all of us are Tails yeah that game's super fun if you're a Sonic fan it's probably a must have um, it's the best the Sonic game not made by the That's not true. Sonic. There are Sonic fans who do not like Sonic Mania. Oh, but I will um, say Sonic Mania is the best Sonic game made not by Team Sonic. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> I mean, most games made by Team Sonic are dog it's shit. A good, so. It's a good twist on the classics. Yeah. No, my thing is that I think that there's a cadre of Sonic fans who love the 3D ones because they can turn them into weird 3D hentai games. And, like, that's actually the majority of Sonic fans. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if they don't have the model to fuck, like, then, you know, what? what's the point? 
this 2D sprite shit doesn't do it for them. <laughs> so I've heard. Wow, that's a good one. Also, I don't like Sonic. Mania. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did um watch Primal and Watchmen, and we already talked about that. Um, yeah, uh, not much going on this week. Is really super busy at work. I mean, fucking busy, busy. So when I get home, I'm kind of busy, busy. Didn't really feel like playing much games or anything. Just went straight to bed. Oh, man. <laughs> Have you tried just, like, plugging your Switch into the back of your head <laughs> as you lay down for bed? Yeah, I need to get a new... I need to get another... Uh, I need to just start playing on my Switch some more. Maybe get back into Zelda. You know, it's taking me for fucking ever to beat this game. <laughs> Across two systems multiple years <laughs> well i want to play link's awakening but i feel like if i download another zelda game while i'm in the middle of playing a zelda game is kind of like you know <laughs> not very faithful to that one zelda game <laughs> <laughs> i can't be dipping my toes in two zeldas at once yeah that's uh you can't you cut like, zelda like that kind of like the thief thing everyone in uh Link's Awakening will just call you quitter. <laughs> quitter boy, quitter boy. <laughs> oh boy. I did just watch the uh, Star Wars Episode Nine trailer before the podcast. Oh Hype. man. That looked at once incredible and also I know it's going to be bad. So. And I know they spoiled the whole movie. So... So she's Here we like are. a clone, but she's evil. You don't know. It's J.J. Abrams. He's. <laughs> Should I not watch the trailer? Don't do it. If you have any interest in actually watching I wouldn't, it and like if being I were spoiled, you, Kevin, you're there's... you're pretty sensitive to that kind of shit. <laughs> no, dude. Like I already can tell you exactly what scenes occur in what order. Like it's not. It's this is very easy to parse together. It's just that. The new sequels have, like, destroyed my enjoyment of Star Wars so thoroughly that, like, I just don't care. Except you just spent, like, a whole weekend yeah. at a Star Wars theme park. Yeah, I did. <laughs> probably. Well, I mean, like, you can you can enjoy Star Wars in any capacity you want to. That's the beauty of the franchise. I mean. I also watched, did you watch the Freddie Prince Jr. thing yeah. where he, like, fucking goes off? I never saw that before until fairly recently. And I was like, this is all true, Freddie Prince Jr., but also, fuck off, I hate you. <laughs> He's, he went a little overboard on that. It was pretty funny. I liked it, though. He seemed very I drunk. really like the character he plays <laughs> in Star Wars Rebels, though. Who does he play? Uh, Freddie Prince Jr.? Kanan Jarrus. I mean, this is his name. Okay. I mean. <laughs> Freddie Robot Jr.? <laughs> 